1: and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and creator of The Dev Method for Goal Setting Simplified. And every week, I bring together some friends to dive deep into a topic on Goal Chat Live. And then Thursday, it magically becomes an episode of The Dev Show Podcast. So whether you're watching live or the replay or listening to us, we are so glad you're here. And in today's case, Choosing your creative goals because my theme this month has been careers and you can't talk about careers without talking about creative goals or creative careers, creative career goals, because isn't creativity really the essence of everything Yes, yes, yes. yes. We're nodding, we're smiling. Amazing. And and I am all about, uh, so for those of you who don't know me, I specialize in goal setting simplified and event outcome optimization, helping people get the most value from the events they attend. Basically, you can't reach your goals on your own, you need your people, which is why it's so important for you to meet my people, for my people to meet each other, and to have these wonderful and fun conversations. And for today's conversation on career goals, we have Ella Glasgow, and we met through our friend Lisa Sakai. So shout out and thanks to Lisa. And we just we just met a couple months ago, and it was one of those things where we're like, yeah, we're friends. We're friends already. So what if we met two, two minutes ago? Um, and Samantha Ferraro, I've actually known... <laughs> For years, I've mm-hmm. interviewed, I interviewed her on my um, yeah. the Taste Buds, um, yeah. and in other formats as yeah. well. And she's just this amazing cookbook author. And <laughs> okay. well, I'll let her say more about that. Okay. And then Jennifer Wilkov, she was on one of my panels for the California Creative Writers Conference last mm-hmm. month. And I was filling out this panel. And when I do my panels, I always... <laughs> I bring in two people and then I leave the extra slot to fill in for when I meet someone cool. And Jennifer got the slot that way. So (laughs) here we are today talking about creative careers. And before we jump in, I would love for you all to introduce yourselves. So Sam,
0: let's start with (laughs) you. I'm first. Oh, wow. (laughs) You get to be first. Yay. Well, um, I am a food blogger. I have a website that has hundreds of recipes. It's called the Little. Well, it's called LittleFerraroKitchen.com. And from that website, I've had it for about uh, actually eleven years. Um, it's kind of blossomed into a cookbook. And actually, my second cookbook is coming out in June. And um, I just do a lot of creativity where it comes to cooking and food. And I love getting someone excited about trying a new recipe, trying new spices, trying new flavors. And I kind of portray that through cooking videos and social media and my recipes. And the recipes on my site kind of range from all over the world based on my diverse background. And I just love talking about food and getting someone excited about food. And if you love talking about food, give me a call because (laughs) I'm your I'm your gal. Uh, it's so true. And
1: when I do the recap, so if you go to the devmethod.com slash blog, I will also put in the swell cast we did uh, talking about food. Mm-hmm. My mouth was just watering yeah. from that interview. We don't that want to get people fun. too hungry at the start of the show because then they're going to want to eat and that's mean. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> one of the things that's really exciting is did you or did you not get your book deal because of your blog?
0: I, I guess so. Yeah. And actually, do you remember? You helped me in the very beginning of the first book because in the very beginning, it was because of my website and and a publisher reached out and they said, oh, you know, we love what you do. Are you interested in a book? And I thought, oh, is this fake? Is this a spam call? So we did some research <laughs> and it was legit. And we had a conversation with the publisher and we kind of went back and forth on different cuisine ideas based on what I grew up with or what I like or what I like to write about. And I had all these ideas. And do you remember, Deb, that you and I connected? I was like, listen, I need some help. I have all these ideas like swirling in my head. And you were like, I forgot. I probably have the notes somewhere like when we chatted, (laughs) but you kind of helped me like, okay, like this is your focus. You know, this is what you love to do, you know, and run with it. And that's what we did. And the, yeah, so that was what, th- three, four years ago, I think it came out in 2018. It's called One Pot Mediterranean. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my new book. <laughs> that's my the new book. One. Oh my gosh. I have the new book in my head. <laughs> my old book is called um, Weeknight, Weeknight Mediterranean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could plug myself. And, oh no, please um, <laughs> do. I,
1: it, and I Thank do you. remember that because, you know, my superpower is raining people's ideas in and giving them yes. a plan. And I remember you said... We need to do we need to do a session before I have the meeting with the publisher. So I am focused. And I'm really yeah. glad that worked out. I see, I take pride mm. in your book because even though I it think, was at the beginning, it was that kernel. Yeah. There's it was again. the very
0: beginning. I mean, that's how long you and I have connected and now we're connecting even more through, you know, this entrepreneurship and business and food and just womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know. Well, it is Women's History Month. Yeah. And actually, next week's panel is all women as well. Um, it's oh. all about the empowerment and highlighting really cool people and awesome things. So I'm really glad you're here to talk yeah. about this conversation. And you actually inspire the topic. So we've got that <laughs> going as well. So really awesome to have you here. Ella, welcome. Great to see you.
2: Well, thank you for having me, and I just ate dinner, so my mouth is watering hearing you talk about food, because I really liked what I ate, and (laughs) I want to talk more about food, because it was really good, but I'm not the foodie.
1: (laughs) We're all foodies. You have a love of food. You are just like automatic foodie. You've come (laughs) to the right place. (laughs) So please share who you are and why you're so excited to talk about Creative Careers.
2: Okay, so I am the director of funability at Beyond Virtual Events, which is my virtual event hybrid and virtual event production company. And um, we produce events for, for companies and government agencies and, and all the things in between. And we really, really love making events fun. So when it comes to creativity, it's something for me, I've had a lot of different um, facets to what I've done in my my long creative career from singing on the stages to, to being behind the scenes now and sometimes still on the stage itself. But um, I love that I have this outlet to be able to um, not just be creative for myself, but help other people see how creative and how much fun things can be when we use our creativity instead of just like pushing a button and saying that's an event.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. And, and especially, you know, we, we've we been in virtual. I mean, you and I have both been in the event space since like way before life went virtual, but three years and people are still being a little boring and that's just not okay.
2: It makes me very sad. Sometimes I want to cry about it.
1: (laughs) Well, the director of FunAbility, and obviously you've taken all the things that you've done prior to now to incorporate in bringing FunAbility to the world. So, really excited to dive a little bit deeper into that and just really excited that you're here. So, thank you. Thank you
2: for having me. I'm excited.
1: Jennifer! Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Hi, good to see you. It's great to see you too. Uh, Please share who you are, why you're here, and why you're so excited to talk about this topic.
3: Well, for me, I'm a multi number one international best-selling award-winning author, an award-winning freelance writer, and a creative consultant for writers. So I work with writing it, packaging it, and presenting it to Hollywood and the literary publishing community, so, I help writers with writing, marketing, editing, getting published, and getting their projects produced. So, I'm the person who knows all the different steps they need to take in order to get their project done nice. <laughs> and out into the world. And for me, you know, as a creative myself, so I'm a writer myself, and then I help other people who are coming up with ideas, fiction, nonfiction, and children's, and putting their stuff out into the world. At Your Book Is Your Hook, what we do is we help people bring their ideas to life. And so their stories, their ideas become stories. Their stories become projects. Those projects need to go somewhere because when you're a writer, getting your projects done means that it's a team sport. You need lots of players in the process, and you need to know how to actually get that done. So talking about goals for creative careers is right up my alley.
1: Awesome. (laughs) And I believe when When I moderated the panel that you were on, you said that, and I wrote it down. Writing is a team sport because it's yeah. not just about, oh, you've got a great idea. get out in the world. I have to ask you this, Ella, where is your book?
2: <laughs> where is my book? Yes. Well, both of the books that i'm that I'm in on written, um, there's hmm. three, two, two that I'm a part of, and one that I wrote myself. Uh, the second one I believe I know is on Amazon. The first one, I'm not sure where it is anymore, but the one that I wrote myself, I know is on Amazon. It's called um, musings of a creative. Take nice. thoughts on
1: creativity. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, and one of the things that, first of all, so I started out my, my goal life leading this right on which became right on online which is my community for writers but it's also writers creatives and entrepreneurs because if you're one you're the other two and I think especially entrepreneurs have to have that creative spirit because why be different I'm sorry no why be different why be the same being you your unique self is really the essence of everything Mm -hmm. right
2: Yeah. yeah yeah I think so it's okay, we to all work. agree. It's Let me work. make it into a question.
1: In. What do you define as a creative career? Let, let's, make, let's start with the broad strokes. Uh, <laughs> Ella, what do you think?
2: So, okay. I'm going I'm to say something that might be a little bit controversial. Is that all right? Yes. So <laughs> you, <laughs> you, know, you, you say that like I'm
1: going to say no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, chicken wangs. Um when it comes to creative career, I mean, in in all actuality, look, every career is creative. Okay. But the controversial thing is, is that I want to take it back. I want to take my term back
1: <clears throat>
2: <laughs> for for the for the creative creatives, meaning those in the arts of some way, shape, and form, whether that be writing, whether that be uh Dancing, singing, acting, painting, all of those things that are that have been traditionally creative. I'm not mad at the other people, but I want my term back. (laughs) 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 That being said, there's something to be learned um, from allowing yourself to be creative in what it is that you do, because every single position in any industry that ever made any difference happened because someone was creative. And the unfortunate Mm -hmm. truth of the reality is, is that creativity is kind of beaten out of us. I can't remember what I was reading or listening to uh, Mm -hmm. earlier this week that spoke on that very Mm -hmm. thing that we are as children, we are incredibly creative and, and my goal with my son who's seven turning eight in a couple of weeks My goal with him is to make sure that um, that I allow him to stay as creative as possible. And I work every day and it's it's a challenge sometimes to um, to not immediately say no, because I feel like the first response um, out of our mouth sometimes as parents is no matter what it is whether they're asking a question or they are telling us about something that they're doing I've noticed for myself and it's what I'm working on is that it's no and we have to go and do this or no but da 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 da, right and not thinking first that was a really creative way to do what it was that he was doing even though it wasn't the way that it was traditionally supposed to be done you're not supposed to put the dishes on the edge of the table like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's creative thinking. And if we allow ourselves to kind of get back mm-hmm. to that childish mm-hmm. place, yeah. to be able to use mm-hmm. those outside of the box ideas, we come to find ourselves solving problems in ways that we would not have ever thought mm-hmm. possible. That's how, cre- that's how problems get solved creatively.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's where creativity is mm-hmm. needed.
1: So any and every career is a creative career. We've agreed and the arts they just get it like amped up a level. So we just need a new new word for the arts so the rest of us can keep creativity right I'm all about making everybody happy. Uh, what about you Jennifer? What do you define as creative career?
3: So I think, uh, I think what Ella said is spot on, that there's creativity in any career. Um, I've had several different careers in different industries. So in every position that I've had, whether it was uh, working with salespeople, working with data, talking to people about finances or writing like I do now, working with creative writers, um, You know, business writers, creative fiction writers, you know, children's writers who want to talk to kids. I think that one of the most important things about putting on sort of another uh, piece to what Ella was saying is that creative careers, I think, when we're talking about them, are really focused on those that are creating stories, creating presentations, Mm -hmm. creating art, creating Performances, creating stories that are being told in various mediums and um, whether it's music or fashion or, you know, painting. There's just so many different things that we refer to as creative careers, but the creativity really comes from the person because I know people who are extremely creative in data and they can create digital animation Using strings of data, I could never, I mean, I could never write that. I just, I have no idea yeah. how Pixar makes the movies <laughs> they make. But the creativity is so high. Like, uh, you know, one quick, you know, fun story that's very, you know, timely. Uh, the Oscar winner, you know, for um, The Whale, Brendan Fraser and his makeup. You want to talk about creative career that was unbelievable that was the first time that there was digitally enhanced makeup on a particular character so that the facial expressions of the actor could still be seen wow. while they were wearing while the makeup that was actually creating the weight on yeah. that the physical weight on that character so creativity i think really is in the eye of the beholder and also in the person wielding it because you can be highly creative in anything you're doing, um, making clothes, you name it, making jewelry. Like everybody's creative, but tap in tapping into your creativity is something
1: else, which I know we're going to talk about. Yeah, you know, I have a I have a speaking suspicion that yes, we will. But first, <laughs> yeah. uh, Samantha, I know you're going to say creativity in food, of course. But I know.
0: That. Shocker. Food. <laughs> I always have to put food into my conversation. So
1: that's what me too, and I'm not even a cookbook author. I say in, in my presentations, I say, um, I talk, I believe in dancing for mm-hmm. exercise, cooking for productivity, and talking for fun. So okay. I put in my three favorite things in my bio line.
0: <laughs> I love that. Um, well, I think when it comes to creativity, I kind of think of it. I mean, yes, food, sure. But literally, I kind of think of it as like getting my hands dirty. Like I need to get all these different senses in there to really feel creative and for me, you know, I'm going to talk about being in the kitchen and smelling things and seeing how something is searing and touching it and tasting it and trying these different flavors. And do I know if these spices go together? And then I move on to my photography of a, of a recipe. What? How am I going to make this dish really enticing for someone to really want to eat it? And I have to kind of, you know, get that creativity going, those wheels going. And, you know, to when you were talking about um, – uh, you know, creativity is in the arts and music and and all that. You know, I have to kind of thank my my mom. She kind of brought me up into this kind of creative world. She was a singer. She was a blues and jazz singer. She always took me to the musicals and there's music in the house. And she introduced me to all these different cuisines of things that she grew up on and other, you know, just anything I can get my hands on. It wasn't so black and white. It was all these colors and flavors and, and textures and feelings. And um, I mean, that's what I think about when I, when I want to be creative, I kind of like grab all of those and I use my senses and I get in there and I, I just really want to make it like a tangible experience. Um, I mean, that's how I think of creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. (laughs) Well, but the way that you talk about it, the way that you talk about food, it's like dripping, dripping. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Literally.
0: That's yeah. Really and, I, you know, food is such a, I mean, it's really huge now. I feel like more than ever before, you know, there's, you know, besides like the food shows, but social media is like blowing up with food videos and, you know, and, and this ASMR, when you want to hear the sounds of what's cooking to get you really excited. And that's, of course, that's creativity as well. Like how is someone going to make, you know, this whole production, this short little clip to get you as excited as they are to make it. So um, I, I mean, I think I kind of try and do something like that because I really want to get someone excited to try something. And that can be in various forms and sound and smell and um, explaining what it is and how it looks. So um, I know I love talking about food. <laughs> really? I I'm that food. talking about food. Well, not <laughs> only food, but it's, it's like getting someone excited. <laughs> About the cre- creativity of cooking, like getting someone in that kitchen and trying a spice that they haven't tried before, or maybe going to the store and, and smelling something and asking, you know, the shop person, what is this? What can I use this in? Like that, that gets me excited. And that's that person being creative. They're using a different part of their brain to try something new. It's, it's different and, and unknown and exciting. And it can be as simple as cutting a shallot for the first time. I never had a shallot. Wow. What is this going to be about? So that gets me excited.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I don't even have a response for that. I'm oh, yeah. just like, I kind of went
0: off. <laughs>
2: I'm thinking about the peppers that I just cut. I've never used, I don't know. They're big. They were big and green okay. poblano peppers. Is that what yeah, I delicious. They're, but I was like, <laughs> I've never cut these before because I got an every plate box for like the second time. And oh, I'm super Is that like excited. a
0: HelloFresh? Fresh?
2: Yes, but I like it better. And it was so great. And I was
0: like, look at all these things I've never used before. I like it. I love. I mean, I don't use those um, services, but it's getting people excited to try something new and different. And that's that's awesome. I had no ideas for cooking. (laughs) This is why we had to. I was tired of cooking chicken and rice. I'm so good at chicken and rice. I'm amazing. Yeah, I love chicken and rice. rice. (laughs) I'm having that tonight, actually. (laughs) No shame in chicken and rice.
1: (laughs) I had... And remember at the beginning of the pandemic when you couldn't get groceries? Yes. I got every plate then. <laughs> I had to get every plate because yeah. it was like a week to get groceries in LA if you yeah. ordered it. Oh, wow. And it was, I thought it was really interesting because again, a use of creativity, they give you the recipes, they give you the ingredients, mm-hmm. but it's also up to you to put yeah. it together. Mm-hmm. But I think we met. It's entirely possible we're digressing a little bit too with food, so I never <laughs> apologize.
0: We can, we can I move like on. We should rein
1: it in a little. Don't worry, <laughs> people. We will be back talking about food for sure. Um, I, let's let's really, though, dive into the question Jennifer accidentally asked too early, which is uh, how can people tap into that creativity? Jennifer, you
3: get just... <laughs> So, um, you know, part of what I think is so important about tapping into it is you can look at lots of different resources that will help you tap into it. People meditate, people uh, do creative things that are unlike what their main creativity source is. So I write right? And so part of what I like to do, for example, is I'm entertaining taking a sketch drawing class, which I've never done before. I know people who work in business who are taking a painting class to connect with that creativity that they have. I've also gone to cooking classes, speaking of cooking, (laughs) um, and had fun creating in the kitchen. And so I think part of understanding creative careers, is if you are looking for creativity in your own career, tap into where is the creativity you have. You might want to write, you know, a few pages a day, you might want to write at night a a gratitude journal, for example, or you might want to write down your plans or ideas or set your day in a certain way, regardless of your career, to actually bring out the creativity put yourself in a creative position where you're actually saying to yourself, what is it? Like if I were to show you like different things that I surround myself with, I surround myself with things that are creative. So I have crystals for creativity. I have pictures that talk about creativity. I have sayings on my wall that are about creativity and they remind me of the creative, uh, atmosphere and ether that I can tap into anytime I want, whenever I want. I, and I also have a magic wand that I use when I actually talk to people about writing. And so for me, one of the most important things is I think Ella said something about fun. Creativity is fun. It's not supposed to be drudgery and it's not supposed to be a challenge and if you're one of the kids in the schoolyard who says, I'm not a creative person, well, give yourself a chance. You know, one of the fun things I've found with people, Deborah, is when they change careers, oftentimes they may leave a career that they feel less creative in and actually keep, and actually start doing something creative. I've watched Chopped. I've seen people who said I left what I was doing, wanted to become a chef, right? I have clients, for example, Left their careers as researchers, doctors, scientists, whatever, financial people, you know, whatever, because they wanted to be a novelist. Okay, great. So, the thing that I think is most important for me when you want to tap into your creative, you know, your creativity and your mind, give yourself a chance to have some fun. Deb also mentioned dancing. You know, one of the things that I think is so fun for any person is to just listen to music. Do you know what it took to make that music? There's so much creativity going on that you can just listen to and enjoy. And then think about what can I do? What can I give to the world that includes my creativity? And it could be just about anything.
1: I love everything you said. I First of all, I see your wand and I raise you a gold star. Yes. Yeah. Uh, second of all i am this huge fan of the side hustle and that's a big reason for why i do what i do it's you've got your career and maybe you love it maybe you need to enhance it or maybe you just need to be doing something on the side that's giving you that joy that you need that's going to leak into whatever it is you're do you're doing. But fun so important and also to remember that your life is your choice and you can choose to be creative and you could choose to have fun.
3: I, I have a saying that I want to just add there that's mm-hmm. actually one of my quotes I'm well known for, which is, you know, we are the choices we make and that's the life you live. We wanna be creative, the world is your oyster to choose from.
1: It, this is why we get each other, right? I percent Debra. Your life, your choice. <laughs> and you mentioned music. So now I feel like I need to go to Ella because she <laughs> does have that music background. So what do you think? How can people tap into their creativity?
2: So for me, and this is something that I have had to rediscover for myself um, because for a long time, uh, the things that I used to enjoy, like the music, weren't the things that were giving me the creative juices anymore. And <clears throat> um, just just yesterday, actually, I'd been trying to find my fun again. I'm like, what is fun for me? And and um, I just want that outlet for myself, like we we're talking about, so that I can have that fun flow through so that my creative juices can flow even better. And for me yesterday, I took my son to do something that I haven't done in a really long time. And i have been <clears throat> saying I wanted to do it, but it wasn't until I got on the floor of the place that I was like, oh my God, this is so my happy place. <laughs> and that was to go roller skating. We wow we found a roller rink <laughs> and I took my son to the roller skating rink And it was it was the best time. He was trying sadly, he was sick and I didn't realize he was sick and he was so sad and miserable. And he I just thought he was not wanting to be there because he thought it was gonna be scary or whatever. But <laughs> I was like the bad mom yesterday, but I was having a great time.
1: <laughs> well, it's not like this won't be on the internet forever or anything. Wait a second. <laughs>
2: Confessions. Um, but, but I mean he did have a fun time despite the fact that he wasn't feeling well. And <laughs> but it was a reminder to me in those in the moments that I went around that floor to discover, oh my gosh, I still can skate. Oh, let me do this crossover. Yeah, to the beat. Come on. Mm. <laughs> I felt like I was somebody and it was just so much fun. And I know that now after all of this, trying to figure out what's that thing that's fun for me that I thought was maybe hula hooping for a little bit. I know that I can go to, I love hula hooping. (laughs) I got one for Christmas one year. (laughs) I can go to this roller rink and there are a couple near me that I can just go to. I don't have to take my family. I can go by myself and just have a little skate session to just get, get that out. And that's a fun way for me to move. So the the short answer to that long answer is for me finding the creative space, not meaning that the creative juices are coming right now, but to get the, get the juices flowing is to get your body moving. So that things can flow.
1: And if you're doing it hula hooping or roller skating, even better. (laughs) So... Sam, what
0: do you think? <laughs> you know, for me, when um, when I was listening to everyone's answers, I was kind of thinking what I've been going through lately, and I'm going to talk about cooking. I'm sorry, but it's kind of how I connect. But we we
1: never I apologize know, I know. for talking about <laughs> cooking or
0: food. But for instance, you know, I just got done. Well, not done, but a few maybe a few months ago, I got done recipe testing. And sure, cooking is fun, but you're in the kitchen for hours. You're back to back. You're cooking, yada yada, and I love it. But I need to get away from it to get those juices flowing again. So um, when it comes to cooking and blogging and videoing, which I love, when it comes to kind of getting those creativity juices going, I need to do anything – but that. And, and so I need to go outside. And when the weather's nice, I need to garden. and I need to touch something and feel something. And when you were talking about hula hooping and dancing, I started going doing kickboxing again. I was like, yes, I have all this energy, like, let's do this loud music going like nonstop. <laughs> and so that, that anyway, that's what I need to do is when I'm getting creative, or when I want those creative juices going, I need to step away from my usual routine. And do something completely different to kind of like, you know, kind of sidetrack my brain, so to speak, so I can get excited again when I am ready to go in the kitchen. If that makes sense.
1: No, it totally (laughs) makes sense. Well, um, what I think is really good and powerful, and I'm sure, I I know at least Jennifer's going to agree with me, but (laughs) Sam, you and Ella probably will as well, is it's always good to have more than one creative project going because when you get stuck, you can jump over and back and forth. Now, I've got this fiction project that, that I've been working on for years and got, like, reimagining the end of last year. So I'm still kind of sort of working on it-ish. But whenever I work on that, it jolts my nonfiction stuff. Mm-hmm. It jolts my speaking and my workshops. And that's what's fun, because that way something's always moving forward. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think doing yeah. something different is super important because sometimes we can get stuck in our bubble, yeah. you know, sometimes. our little bubble. So we need to kind of stretch it out a little yeah. bit, maybe meet someone new or go somewhere new. And I think that's what kind of helps get things going. Yeah, yeah I
1: think getting mm-hmm. stuck is, it, it's like a human thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we're, we're just, I don't know if we're used to it, but I feel like we're supposed to do the same thing every day. And you know, everyone's doing this nine to five. Well, oh, we have to be doing a nine to five and we have to be structured. And, but that's not how we are. That's not how humans are. We're not meant to just be in this little box. We need to get right. out there and do different things and talk to people and feel things and eat things. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're like yeah. a preacher
2: that like goes away and then comes back you're the good preacher that comes back to what you were talking about, which is
0: food. Oh, is that a good thing? Good. <laughs> you bring it back to the food. I love I it. I actually I learned that in an interview once, or I listened to some TED talk, and someone said if you're ever answering your question, remember the topic of the question, but then always bring it back. Like if you think you're going to veer That's off, right. always bring it back right at the end. So I, I tried to do it. So thank you. <laughs> good job. <laughs>
1: okay, where, where are those gold stars?
0: I have nothing. I have a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a frog. Oh, a tomato. Okay, my tomato strategy. frog. Gold star. <laughs> you have a wand. We all watch. have, we all so have our thing.
1: <laughs> See props. Props also create a <laughs> amazing. I'll I'll have to find that frame in the replay for the Instagram picture, either that or we can recreate it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so this, this is all wonderful and fun. And let, let's talk a little bit about the stuck thing because sometimes yeah. it, it's great when you're aware that you need to have this creativity, but what advice do you have for someone who's like, okay, I know I need change. I know I need to be creative. I got nothing. I know Sam's going to say cook.
0: No, I'm not because the the opposite, because I was cooking so much and I needed to get out of my house and see people and breathe fresh air and go somewhere I haven't gone to, go to the water. And for me, that's what I need to do. I need to get out of that creative space that I'm always in and go somewhere else to breathe in some fresh air, (laughs) literally, quite literally, (laughs) is what I had to do. So
2: I, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that because sometimes when you come into that stuck space and I'm thinking about thinking about myself, I'm thinking about friends that I've spoken with recently. And sometimes you can be doing something so much and you get to the place where, like you said, you're stuck because what you're doing doesn't feel like it's getting anywhere and it's just hitting a wall. And sometimes you just have to step away from the thing, because it can become your torture at the end of the day. And I'm thinking about that in the times that my mother used to say that to me, because early, early in my career, when I was trying to be my creative self and have people pay me for it and things weren't working the way that I thought that they should, because there were things I didn't understand about creativity, which is another topic for another day, the other side of it, which is the business side of it. And, um, I can remember her telling me, she said, Ella, it's like, it's like what you do is, is your torture chamber, essentially. And I, at that time, younger Ella, didn't know how to take herself out of the torture chamber so that she could have a new perspective. Because we're sitting, when we sit inside that stuck place for so long and don't take ourselves away from it, it's impossible To see our way through and see a way to chip away at the wall that we've just come running up against so many times and we just end up being bruised and then we get so afraid that we stop and it may be that we are unhealed from that wall hitting for days that turn into months that turn into years and then you turn around and somebody is asking you I thought you were a writer. And I haven't seen you write anything. So like Samantha said, I might cry right here, right now, just thinking about this, about myself and other people that I know are going through that stuck place. But like Samantha said, you have to pull yourself away as hard as it is to pull yourself away from your creativity because it feels like that's the only way that you can breathe. If you, if you stay there, so, certainly if you keep pounding hard enough, but sometimes you have to step away. Not sometimes. That is the time that you need to step away so that you can clear your mind, get new perspective. Like Samantha said, go outside, go mm-hmm. near, whatever. In, in in nature and in, in the openness because it's in the openness. When we're stuck in our rooms, it's so closed, mm-hmm. not just physically closed, but spiritually closed. Right. But if we go out into the open where we can actually stretch our arms and be a part of that open mm-hmm. space. And breathe that energy in of openness, it can move us and get that stuff unstuck.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you put nailed my, it off my pulpit now and uh you nailed it. <laughs> well, the, the artists and creators we're very like strong people. And because of that, we like we, we we get so focused on like, you know what I mean? We get so focused on the project that we've almost forget what's out there. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, right. You see artists that are stuck in their art studio or, you know, they want to perfect their art so badly. You know, mm-hmm. this is what they live for, but we have to break out of it and and breathe the air and, and see what else is out there. We can't, we can't stay here. And as much as, you know, I like cooking or you like dancing or hula hooping, like there's some, <laughs> there's a beautiful world out there that we need to be a part of.
1: One thing that as you're talking, I remember, and this really only happens with creative stuff. So I've written, I've gone through phases, I've written screenplays, I've written fiction. Those for me are the hardest to step away from. And then once I step away from it, they are the hardest to come back to. Oh, wow. Right? Because it's when you're so in it, you're in it.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And then once you're away from it, you're like, ah, I like breathing. This is nice. (laughs) But but it also goes to show that some things are not yet. And sometimes you do have to put something on the back burner and wait for it to start knocking at your brain again and say, pick me, choose me. It's time.
0: Yeah, don't force it.
1: Don't force it.
0: I noticed that, you know, when I make a or like test a recipe and it doesn't work the first or second time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk away from this because I'm going to lose my mind if I try to do it one more time. So don't force it (laughs) or whatever you do.
1: Jennifer, did you want to add to this?
3: Yeah, because, you know, I think when we're stuck and uh, we're looking for, you know, some breathing room, as you called it, I think one of the things that's important, A, is. Uh, And my, I can credit my structural chiropractor for this is that when you ambulate, when you actually move and walk and you're not sitting in the seat, which is oftentimes where we get things done or we feel stuck because we're not getting something done, right? When you start to move your body, kind of like what Ella was doing or talking about, like I'm also an elite hiker. So I've summited Kilimanjaro and, you know, other places. So, you know, I'm, I have really creative outdoor careers, too, that I really play into. I'm also a martial artist. There are lots of other things that I plug into. I do a lot of yoga that make my body move. And so part of that movement and flow can also seep into what you're doing in your activities, right? And help to kickstart that flow. And I think when you get to that, like I run a writer's room, right? As one of the things that I do. And one of the things that happens in there is I break people, make them walk away from their devices. Because if you don't do that and you don't train yourself to walk away from what you're doing, even though you love it, even though you're immersed in it, even though all of those things, the scientific data says that the brain fatigues around 75 to 90 minutes, whatever you're doing. And so if you keep doing the same thing, keep banging at it, and you think you're going to sit there for eight hours, you might, but you're probably exhausted because you just haven't given yourself a chance to actually walk away, kind of like you were describing, Deborah. so I'm not going <laughs> to repeat that. You know, in order to show yourself There's a whole big wide world out there. You know, it's sort of like when you're writing fiction, like you were talking about, there's a whole bunch of readers out there you're trying to connect with. Don't write in your little cubbyhole. I always tell people, don't write in your little cubbyhole and try to reach the masses. Like, get out and be part of them. (laughs) You know, walk in their shoes. They're pedestrian readers. Be a pedestrian. Get out there. Eat tacos. Do whatever they're doing. Like, you know, do whatever they're doing. And it's more fun when I work with someone who has a fiction story as an example, right? And they've chosen actual locations, restaurants they've eaten in, staff they know the names of or whatever. And they all of a sudden, they've been out and out. I tell people all the time, write what you know, because that's what ends up becoming amplified in your book because you're so excited to share whoever you know, right? <laughs> like, just go do it because... If you actually don't get out there and do it, and all you're going to do is write about it, go experience it. You can describe it so much better when you've already done it. And then you show somebody, gosh, you could, you should go do this, blah, 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 right? But you're telling a story, so make your character go do it or, like, you know, whatever it is. And your creativity, you can't help but be creative because you're describing something you know you're not guessing anymore. And not putting all that pressure on yourself to try to make it up.
1: So give yourself adventures. A hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Perfect. Totally. I love that. Uh, So we sidetracked a little because Pamela Barraway, who's one of our regular viewers, was talking about um, the pressure cooker she just got, which I love. If you've listened to me tangent before on this. I love my pressure cooker, so Sam put some recipes, and I also will share um, the article I wrote on the Instant Pot for productivity, because I love that you could put something up to cook and then do something, you know, creative time. And then when you're done, you have your reward is food. So it's really win-win. The funniest thing for me when I talk about food is I never cooked until I got an Instant Pot. And I just, it's magic. You put in ingredients Great. and it comes out a meal. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> Yay. And can, I have a, can I ask a question about the Instapot? Please. You might be asking the wrong person. Ask Deb. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an air fryer that has like all of these different functionalities. And I want to know, is it worth it for me to also add a yes. Instapot to my mix, even though I can do like 14 different things with my air fryer and it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> different cooking methods. Okay. And, and I different have
1: different an things. air fryer as well. So I have both. Yeah. The, the Instant there. Pot. And yeah. then I got one of those air fryer lids, which was like the gateway to getting the air fryer. And then I got the air fryer. So, first, yes. yes.
0: No. <laughs> okay. I'm
2: going to look into it. Yes. Yeah. We <laughs> have
1: <laughs> an entire conversation on the instant pot, <laughs> well, and the air fryer. Instant
0: you pot. hint, hint, no. <laughs>
1: the, the reason I like the instant pot really mostly is for soup.
0: That's what I use it for. Okay, i play it with it a little bit more. Right, I'm a classic girl cooking, but I need to fry mix fry for soup. Yeah, I it I makes
3: fantastic fry. stock.
0: It, yeah, it, it
3: also makes great short ribs. And uh, the Instant yes. makes great short ribs, and uh, we make a lot of rice with vegetables in it, in the Instant So you put them all in there, actually, no, and it's really cooker.
2: good. <laughs> is a rice cooker kind of a pressure cooker? Is that why it can cook my rice so fast?
0: Is it a full? Uh, is, I mean, n- yeah, not really. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't pressurize like an Instant Pot does. Like an Instant Pot oh like, locks lock-loaded pressure. But a rice cooker – I have a rice cooker – I think it just like kind of boils it really quickly and steams yeah. it easily. I love it. I didn't know. I, I, love, I love rice cooker. got a rice cooker.
1: <laughs> you can also make pancakes in the rice cooker.
2: Say what?
1: <laughs> you can make the wow. You can make pancakes in the rice cooker. They make these really thick, yummy pancakes. Google it.
0: Huh. Oh, that's cool. I will <laughs> try that. I will. I will be the guinea pig. I will try this. I'm trying to understand it and how that works. You like, just know how I put the batter in there and just click it on exactly, but
1: you have to flip it halfway or else it won't cook. Yeah. I was
3: going to say, there's got to be some kind of secret there.
1: Yes. There is no secret cook both sides. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we love creativity. We love cooking. We love this topic. And, um, before, (laughs) before we wrap, uh, or before we jump even deeper into the food rabbit hole, which again, I'm totally fine with, but I do feel like we need to rein it in just a little. Uh, What I love for you all to do right now is to gift a goal to our audience. So whether someone is watching or listening, what is something that they can do today, tonight, tomorrow to really happen to their creativity?
2: Hmm.
1: Jennifer, do you wanna start?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay in the writing lane. And
1: I figured I'm, you would.
3: <laughs> I'm going to suggest that you take uh, a timer, like on your cute little device, like mine, and set a timer for five minutes and take out a blank sheet of paper and write whatever comes into your head, whether it's a short story, a list of to dos. Like, whatever your brain introduces, introduce your brain to the idea of writing something down. And, you know, so many people have so much digital stuff. Write this, a laptop, an iPad, whatever, you know, anything. Take that fun little thing we forgot about, these these guys, you know, the writing implement, (laughs) and sit down and write. Just write something down. Like I wrote the first chapter of one of my books on a cute little post-it notepad like this. I wrote, I just sat down and I wrote for 30 minutes and every single post-it note in the pad was taken. But that was my first Mm -hmm. chapter. And my literary agent laughed her butt off because she was just so, she was like, you did what? (laughs) I said, well, you know, I just sat myself down in the seat and gave myself something different than like a legal pad to write on, or like my keyboard, and it just wham, it just flew right out of me. And I got it all down in about 45 minutes. And wow. she said, Really? I said the whole, the whole chapter it was all done. And I read it to my husband and knocked his socks off. And it was just like, for me, I'm one of those people where you want to tap into creativity. Change your space, change the way you're doing something, just make it different. And I promise you, your brain will basically say,
1: what's this? Oh, how
3: can we work with that?
1: I love this. I, and I'm, a, well, you know this, I'm a huge fan of, of writing, a huge fan of journaling. And I love that you you said to set a timer, because I love that advice as well. When you set a timer, you're not looking at the clock. Exactly.
3: That's exactly what so I so
1: important. It.
3: Yep. Yeah. And I want to say one last thing. You see who's next to Ella? <laughs> that's a, that's someone who's younger than all of us. And one of the best ways to tap into creativity, if you can't think of something to write, write to someone like the person that's standing next to Ella.
1: And for the podcast listeners, Ella, who is joining you? <laughs> My name's Quinn. I'm very silly. <laughs> Children
2: are so
3: creative, right? I mean, look at him. I so, it's awesome, <laughs> right? If you just if you can't get creative, look at kids. They literally just they know the whole world of make believe we've lost as adults. Take your post-it pad, take your whatever, take your writing implement and go for it, girl. That's what Love i have it. To say.
1: <laughs> That's Because amazing. "Wait, it, where did our special guest go? I was going to see if he wanted to gift a goal."
2: He was <laughs> coming to ask me about water bottles when Danny's downstairs at the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: horrible by the way. Thank you. So <laughs> Ella, would you like to gift a goal or do you need to recover from, I, from the <laughs> surprise visit from your child?
2: I was I was so proud that I got this far without the surprise visit. <laughs> but the goal, yes, I would like to gift a goal because it's something that I'm going to do after we are done with this right now and for my creatives do one hard thing
0: Mm -hmm.
2: for creatives it we can sometimes feel like that the the world will end if we do the one thing that we know we're supposed to be doing so we find other things to um to distract ourselves from getting that one hard thing done. And there's probably a, a long list longer than the post-it notes that Jennifer has of hard things that need to be done so that we can progress to the thing that we're actually trying to get to, but it takes doing a hard thing. And so I'm saying that to you, my dear creative, and I'm saying it to me because <laughs> I'm going to do the hard thing, the scary thing that in lots of people's minds mm-hmm. would be easy. My hard thing, I'll tell you what it is. It's posting my TEDx talk. I'm mm-hmm. saying it here because mm-hmm. now that I've said it here. It has to be done.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. OK, can I ask why you think that's scary?
2: Because what I was talking about is not what people are used to hearing from me. It's not the happy um, bubbly Ella Mm -hmm. that everyone is Mm -hmm. used to. And so I was afraid that people would be like, what in the world? And, um, and it Mm -hmm. to be honest. It didn't necessarily turn out the way that I had hoped. Mm -hmm. It's not recorded the way that I had hoped, Mm -hmm. but it's there. (laughs) And the last thing it's, it's, I'm going to make it funny, but I'm going to say this. The first comment on it is actually the poop emoji. That's the first comment that I got. Oh. now my friend no. said haters going hate. Yep. My friend said haters gonna hate, but I was like, can the hater, can, can you just give me a minute to like, can you come? Like, why are you standing at my door? To- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I just like paste a gold star over the poop emoji? Because, and, and I've got, I have a TEDx myself, which it was, it was a virtual. And it's the same thing. I love it because it is me and I'm talking about something I believe in. And as creatives, we always have higher standards for what we put out in the world. So I feel you. I'm hugging you and I'm asking you, please give me the link so I can put in the recap as well. So you get to do two hard things. Why? Uh? <laughs> because we adore you. And you have something important it. to say. We want the world to hear it.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: And and you get a preemptive gold star for that as well. Right.
2: <laughs> I'm sending it to you in our... LinkedIn message. Okay,
1: perfect. Uh, And Sam, (laughs) what? Oh, wait. I I have one other correction or one other clarification. Is it to do one hard thing or one hard thing a week or one hard thing a day? What are we? I haven't
2: decided yet, and I'm going (laughs) to let you, as the creative, figure that out for yourself. (laughs) Okay. As a creative, we
1: don't like rules. (laughs) Make your own. Love it, Sam. What goal are you gifting
0: today? So mine, well, I can have two. I can have one food one and one non-food one. So I'll do the non-food one. But my goal gift is to encourage you to do the thing that's been in the back of your mind for so long. That's been kind of like weighing you down and you're thinking about it. Should I do it? Should I do it? Just do it. And then before you do it, tell someone you're going to do it. So for me, I was stuck in the house in the kitchen and I wanted kickboxing. So we got a kickboxing bag and I'm punching that thing. And I told someone and I did it and I feel amazing and it's been so fun. And my second goal gift, that's okay. And this is more food related. Of course, don't disappoint us. Yeah, right. I was going to say, go to the farmer's markets almost in season. I'm assuming where most of us are almost in season or LA is always in season or go to the grocery store And go to the produce section and buy a produce item, touch it, feel it, smell it, something that you have never tried before, that you have no idea what to do with, and go home and create something with it. But bring something home that you haven't, you have no idea what it is, and see how you feel. How does it taste? Do you like it? Do you like how it cooks? Did you enjoy the recipe that you made? But try something new. Get out of your comfort zone and just try a new produce item.
1: I think that's so clever and creative. I love that. And I'm, I'm going to put it in the chat and this will be in the show notes as well. Um, if you are not in my write on online Facebook group, every day I give you the opportunity to share something. So Monday it's networking goals, Tuesday it's goal goals, Wednesday it's blog share day, Thursday's toot your horn and Friday's photo share day. So there is a time today or tomorrow where you can share one of those goals and tell someone, tell the group. You're going to do something so we can celebrate, not only hold you accountable, but celebrate you because that's what the group is for, is for helping people, not even, I, I say it's goal setting, productivity, and community, because again, can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people. Let's be each other's people. These are great goals, friends. I really like these. I feel like we can like talk about food and creativity and goals and getting out of that comfort zone forever, but let's not. Uh, Before we wrap, uh, please tell people where they can learn more about you. Sam. Where can people find you and learn more about you?
0: Well, if you are looking for recipes that span all over the world, including Jewish recipes, Middle Eastern recipes, Italian recipes, head to my website, littleferrarokitchen.com. And if you enjoy food videos and want to see how the recipe comes together, I share that on my Instagram at Ferraro Kitchen on TikTok. 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 <laughs> TikTok at Ferraro Kitchen. It's TikTok now. Okay. <laughs> better <laughs> whatever you know the, what the kids are on <laughs> i'm gonna start calling it tic-tac <laughs> <laughs> do tic-tacs even exist yeah i think they do
1: they do. I did I so. <laughs> tic-tac yes hurt. the little minty
2: things yeah, i want a tic-tac now. but the best ones
1: were orange <laughs> yeah those are good mm, i like the minty ones
2: i like the minty ones too
1: yeah <laughs> so Ella where can people learn
2: more about you okay so if you want to learn more about me you can find me on the LinkedIns I'm always on the LinkedIns that's my main place um I'm also on the Facebooks as Ella Glasgow Binion it's the one place that my husband has his last name (laughs) And then of course you can go onto our website beyondvirtualevents.com and if you are ever in need of a fun virtual event even if it's supposed to be a boring training event you call me and we will make that training fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer, where can people learn them. more <laughs> about <laughs> Jennifer? Where can people learn more about you? Uh,
3: you can go to your com. You can also go to LinkedIn uh, and look me up under Jennifer Wolkov. Um, and you can also find me on Facebook on my author page, uh, Jennifer, S- Jennifer S. Wolkov. And um, I'd love to see you out at Your Book is Your Hook uh, on Facebook also. And Instagram, it's Your Book is Your Hook. So it's all Your Book is Your Hook, except LinkedIn. <laughs> well, <laughs> Actually, there's also a LinkedIn page for it if you want
1: I love nothing more than consistent branding. Well, okay, food and other things. But anyway, (laughs) yes, and I am at the Method everywhere. And if you go to TheDebMethod.com slash blog, you can get the recap to this and um, watch the replay and check out the previous episodes. And if you need to, if you need a little push to define, plan, and achieve your goals you can grab a copy of your goal guide at your favorite place to buy books as well. And what a fun, wonderful, creative, inspired, but also really kind of deep conversation, which I completely appreciate. And I so appreciate all of you for, for joining me. And for those of you who've tuned in, I'd love to leave the audience with the final thoughts. So if you all could just, um, what words of wisdom, if people have just taken one thing from this conversation, do you want to leave them with? Jennifer?
3: Tap into your inner child and let it lead you to all the inner creativity that you have to offer everybody outside.
1: I love it. That's great. And Sam?
0: I will say what I was saying before, go outside, just get out of that comfort zone and just breathe different air. Amazing. And
2: Ella, I will say what I was saying before, just remember that you are an adult and you are an adult that wants to have fun, so have fun.
1: (laughs) Well, it's really what it boils down to, right? um why wouldn't we if given the choice why wouldn't we choose fun right yeah i was expecting a little more enthusiasm yeah, there totally. is nothing that says 100%. just because
2: we've grown up that we had we don't have fun anymore and well, it's it's unfortunate that it's relegated to just a few people that are allowed to have fun and i'm saying that everyone is allowed to have fun
1: i love that you gave everybody permission Very important. Well, another thing I say frequently is when you love what you do, it shows. When you don't love what you do, it really, really shows. So why not love what you do? Be creative. Happen to that creative spirit. Go outside. um, Let your inner child roam free, wild, whatever. uh, Because your life, it's your choice. You have the power to have fun. You have the power to be creative. So what's stopping you? Go on out there, go for it, we know you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it.